Baiters, today's topics are Kenny's episode amendments, the Dallas Stars, their flames finally burned out, the Dallas Cowboys, man, they can't play any defense, and Dirtbags interview. But first, a sponsor spot from Anchor.fm. Hey, Dallas Maverick nerds. It's time for the podcast that you didn't ask for. This is One Leg Faded with your hosts, Munoz and Toronto. You guys sound like a law firm. This is so stupid. Just record what you're supposed to record. Come on. And you can take that with you. What's going on, One Leg Faders? Hope all is well. I'm loving this weather. It's also getting closer to Halloween and Christmas. Kenny Tarantino, are you excited about Halloween and Christmas? Nope. My favorite holiday is Thanksgiving and the night before Thanksgiving, Friendsgiving. You know, that's the only party I have every year. And it's the Wednesday before Thanksgiving because nobody works. Everybody gets annihilated. And then the next day, all you do is eat delicious Thanksgiving and watch Cowboys football. So that's my favorite. That's, that's the one I'm always getting hyped up about. That's nice. Well, uh, I'm a, I, I love Halloween. So our street over here is huge. We have a ridiculous. I moved here two years ago and our street like blocks off the street. And people literally come from all over Louisville area and Flower Mound. And there's literally, I handed out like 300 pieces of candy. It's insane. So I didn't know that until I moved in. I moved in. It's like the whole street. It's like, you know, when you go to like a Christmas and you go to like, a, there's one in Arlington or Grand Prairie and you see all the Christmas lights. Yeah, that's uh, interlocking where uh, Corby from The Ticket grew up. We talk about it on the radio sometimes. Yeah. So that place right there is where it's same as that, but it's all Halloween. So, man, we did it up. I built a fence. I got all these smoke alarms, uh, not smoke alarm, fog machines, everything. So we, we did a lot. Well, anyways, I was looking up some candy for it. And there's a new candy that's uh, making its craze around here in Dallas. It's become very popular. Uh, you can buy it right now. Flavored uh, candy canes. You can also use them for Christmas. They are flavored with kale and mac and cheese. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> yes. And it's like people are loving it. I don't know why. It sounds so nasty. And then the new one that's coming out. What do you think the new flavor is? So they have mac and cheese and they have kale. I'll just give me three guesses of what you think another one would be. Man, I don't know. Uh, spinach and puke. <laughs> it is ketchup flavored candy cane. You mean ketchup, stupid? Yeah. No, I say ketchup. Uh, I know I say it wrong, but I'm going to stick with it. <laughs> it's ketchup, <laughs> but I like to say ketchup. It's ketchup flavored candy cane. And that is like making a huge craze. I don't know how these are making a huge craze, but they're like going off the shelves everywhere. In Seattle, they like selling out everywhere. I'm like, what the hell? That sounds disgusting. I, I, I don't know, man. I, I, the only thing I really like about Halloween is the candy, of course, and Halloween movies, especially like old Halloween movies like Goonies and Monster Squad and, and uh, Lost Boys, stuff like that. I like watching those movies, you know, during that time of year. But as far as like spending money and getting all dressed, some people just take that crap too far and they decorate their entire, spend hundreds of dollars, you know, decorating their house and, and doing all that. I just never really been into that. I, I'm not a cheapskate by nature, but when it comes to that kind of stuff, I don't like spending money on that. Yeah, you're cheapy peepy like me, not a cheapskate. <laughs> I am cheapy peepy when it comes to dressing up. Yeah, we did. We've done. This is our eleventh show and our tenth episode. You finally got a microphone, you cheapy peepy. <laughs> Man, I ordered it like a month ago and it got lost, and then they said it ran out. This like, <laughs> you normally, normally, uh, Amazon is really, really good, but the last three or four Amazon orders. They've messed up. I ordered a brand new dining room table for 
for Friendsgiving because, you know, we're, everybody's going to come over for Friendsgiving and we do the party like we always do. So I wanted to get this big round dining table for the uh, for the dining room. And they sent me the bottom part. They didn't even send me the top part. Then they basically canceled my order. And then when I tried to order, they go, oh, sorry, we don't have that table anymore. So lately, I don't know, man. They're kind of they're kind of slipping lately. I'm not sure what's <laughs> happening at Amazon. Wait, wait, wait. What is this Friendsgiving party? I mean, I'm your co-host. I've never got an invite for it. <laughs> you got an invite last year, but you didn't show up. Remember, we used to always do it at, at Hooligans. Yeah. But then everybody started having kids and, you know, things changed. So the last couple of years, uh, you know, I've been wanting to do it at my house. So last year was the first year that I got to do it at the new house because the previous year we were still living in the apartment while our house was being built. So last year was was uh, number one, but it was a tiny one because it was kind of like a last minute deal. But this one will be the big it'll be the big one this year. So Friendsgiving, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, best party of the oh, year. Oh, yeah. And you know what's funny about that? The one we used to go, that's probably one of the most times I get faded like throughout the year is that Friendsgiving. I think everybody does because nobody works yeah. that next day. You know, you're going to eat delicious Thanksgiving food and you're going to watch football all day and take naps and make turkey sandwiches. Man, it doesn't get better than no, that. No, it doesn't. Well, let me go introduce uh, my uh, bro Jackson over here, my professor X. I call him Ken, Mr. Two Hour Shower, Ken Solo. Give it up for Kenny. Hey, thank you very much. Are you faded? Uh, yeah, man, I am uh, getting a little bit faded right now. I'm back on the uh, Jim Beam, Old Faithful. Can't go wrong with it. Um, but let me go ahead and get right into it and, and uh, introduce my guy. So we got Mooney, a.k.a. Mooneypedia, a.k.a. Cheapy Peepy, a.k.a. Shark Grill, a.k.a. <laughs> Scam Likely. Mike Munoz, everybody. Brother, this guy stinks! Hey, what's up? And I am faded as well, man. I'm drinking me some White Claw. Trying to get low calorie white claw. No, I don't know why. I'm just switching it up. White claw. Yeah. Man, that's like that's like Kool-Aid, dude. You can't get drunk oh, yeah, off that. You can, man. I'll, I'll show you the bottle right. Let me pull it up right here. It is what is it? Five percent alcohol. Look at that. Bam. Ooh, man. Ooh. Be careful, yeah, man. Be careful. And it's a low cal. Keeping me my keeping me with my little two-pack and my little marsupial patch. So <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you see, you talk about the marsupial pouch, not the marsupial patch. <laughs> I said pouch. Pouch said and patch. patch. It's two different words, pal. <laughs> marsupial <laughs> pouch. Oh, man, I'm already drunk. See, it does fade you, man. I'm only in half of this. It's only my first one, so I already am faded. Nah, I don't know. I think you just naturally like yeah. that. Um, but today, we have a new segment. Oh, now it's time for Toronto's episode of Memphis. Damn, man. Can't believe we forgot about that part. And uh, the reason we call it Toronto's episode amendment, it's because whenever we tell a story, sometimes our friends and listeners call and they'll give us some additional data or something we forgot about. And uh, last week, we had a couple of people reach out to uh, Mooney and they had some amendments about Selena's uh, gangster party. At, uh, at your dad's house. What were those uh, What were those amendments that we need to make for last week's episode? Yeah, so we talked about that gangster party. And first of all, we talked about how two people were arguing on the phones. And one person was downstairs and one person was upstairs. So actually, the guy that was talking on the phone was Ben Munoz. Double Bluetooth, we call him. Double Bluetooth, a good friend of ours. Why do we call him Double Bluetooth? Do you remember? Because he always had two Bluetooths on both ears, remember? <laughs> yeah, but uh, we were at some club in Dallas over there in, in Addison one night. And uh, we we were trying to we we're you know it's at the end of the night everybody's hammered and we're trying to get everybody together so we can leave 
and in the middle of the dance floor is double Bluetooth. You see those uh, those blinking lights, it's blink, <laughs> blink, blink in the middle of the dance floor. So you could just find him so easy because he had double Bluetooth. Did he have two phones and then he was just having conversations on know. each ear? Why did he wear I two of them? Know, I don't man. understand. I think one was for his work and one was for his, his regular part. But why was he wearing them at the club? <laughs> well, they lit up, man. He was dancing <laughs> while they're lighting up. It was like, he it was looked like, like an officer from Star Trek. I don't know what the hell he was trying to do on the damn dance floor. <laughs> and he was tall, too. He was tall, so he just had to stand out it was a beep 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 we don't yeah. find him beep 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 well anyways he was downstairs and he said that he picked up the phone and as soon as he picked up the phone the other guy picked up the phone and he was like holding the phone like down low telling his friends i'm about to call this i'm about to call this this girl man this chick she's hot gets on the phone and the other and ben's on the phone go what it's like what hey what what the who the hell are you let me call someone no i'm gonna call someone they just started yelling at each other where are you at where are you at i'm here and then bam that's what sort of happened oh god so they both parts they picked up the phone at the same time trying to call someone but each other each one of them went and get off the phone to let someone call and that's sort of how it started so that's a little amendment i didn't know that that happened that he started and the other one was the guy that stole the video camera Remember yeah. we said the guy yeah. stole the video camera, the gangster, and he came back to the house and returned it. Well, I was talking to my sister who threw the gangster party. Uh, shout out to Selena out there. And she was saying that um, she was dating that guy, <laughs> the gangster guy. And he showed up at her house. I got this camera and he was using it. And he's like, he didn't tell her he stole it. He was using it, like videotaping her. And they were just doing whatever, joking around. He's like, that's my dad's camera. <laughs> he's like, oh, oh, so he stole a camera from his girlfriend's dad's <laughs> dad and then brought it back to the house to use it right in front of her. <laughs> she was like, hey, that's my dad's camera, stupid. Yeah, and then he, then he said, oh, then he laughed. He goes, oh, don't tell your dad, don't tell your dad. And he actually didn't even return it that day. They were at their house. She said he left and came back again to knock on the door and go, hey, here you go. I'm sorry, I didn't mention it. I'm so sorry and made up some story about how his friend did it. And he got it from him. My dad's like, "Oh, thank so you." Who told, like, who told you that? So, Selena yeah, somebody else told you that. Selena told me that. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. funny, man. That was such a like long time ago. Those memories are like kind of faded, but you remember like little highlights of you know. I, I remember little little highlights of it. Um, so that's good that uh, that they gave us those little insights because man, you know, the the older you get, these stories kind of fade in time. So you you remember things, but then you start misremembering, and then people have their own versions of it, and then you can't even figure out if their version is what actually happened or you, it starts yeah. getting all confused yeah. you know what i mean yeah it's like rumors you know you say a rumor and it keeps saying it and saying it's saying it keeps switching all the time like oh kenny kenny has like um kenny has wonderful strong legs and you keep going kenny has only one leg oh kenny got his leg amputated last week it keeps just changing all the way down and then someone calls you go you got your leg amputated no <laughs> no i didn't i have a sore leg i got big legs that's all I like doing these amendments. Every time we do an episode, someone tells me something else that I didn't realize about stories. So we'll keep doing these. All right, cool, man. All right, so uh, we'll get right into Mavs trivia. Today's Mavs trivia question is, by the end of the 96-97 season, who was the only player remaining on the opening day roster? Michael Finley, Cherokee Parks, Jason Kidd, or Samaki Walker? I'm gonna go with uh, Cherokee Parks. That is incorrect. In 96, 97, it was, uh, you know, basically they blew the team up. So 27 different players saw action for Dallas that year. 27 players oh, played for us that God. season, setting an all-time NBA record. By the time the season was over, Cherokee Parks had been traded, Jason Kidd had been traded, Michael Finley joined the team, but the only 
player that was there from the beginning, from the opening day roster, was uh, Samaki Walker. He was a rookie that year. And I was so excited about Samaki Walker. And that guy did nothing for us. Not but that thing, happened no. year after year after year, man. We'd have these great picks, God. and they would just be crap. Oh, I know. I know. Horrible picks. And then it was so bad that even when we got Dirk Nowinski, everyone was like, what the crap is this? You know, because it's so I mean, bad. I was. We were so were worried. Everybody yeah. was like, who the oh, hell is yeah. this guy? Was like, another white guy? Yeah. And then he dominated. And it's crazy because the new Luke, when Luca came, I wasn't like that. I didn't know anything about Luca until like that, literally like two days before draft. Well, I did, but I didn't have it's so that different mic now. Back then, you know, we didn't have YouTube and we didn't have like all these, you know, specialty NBA shows. But now, you know, if you hear uh, somebody's name, you can go to YouTube and there's, you know, a thousand videos and, you know, highlights. So I was looking at Luca stuff. As soon as his name started, you know, become a rumor, I started looking at his uh, highlights. The kid was dominating at 14 years old, playing with grown-ass men. I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. That's when I started getting really excited about it. Yeah, but, uh, man, we had a tough year then. But now, you know, we're doing good, man. Back on the back on the come-up, the two big guns, Luca and Porzingis. Hopefully that knee's all right. Knock on some wood. All right, man. So let's go ahead and uh, touch the sports page, if you don't mind. Yeah, let's do it. Let's talk about the stars. They got eliminated. They finally, they find the shine wore out on the star. It went, it went supernova and then it exploded, man. Yeah. Like a, uh, like, you know, they talk about on those science channels. They did great, man. I mean, second place and you didn't really expect anything, but they just ran into a better team and, and just ran out of gas, unfortunately. So when we, the last episode, we were down one to three and then we had the, the game that we won in overtime two to three but that next game man they just looked out of gas they just couldn't they just couldn't do anything and what i heard what i heard is on the ticket was they're explaining that what they did is the um tampa bay lightning were checking their defensive players most teams check the offensive players but what mm -hmm. they did is their game plan was like let's just keep checking the defensive players because our defense is our strongest suit and so they just wore out our defensive players. And that's basically why I believe we lost. And plus, they were a better team. But we, we, you know what? We won the Western Conference side. And no one thought we were going to do that. So I'll take no. that. You know, we're going to Stanley uh, Cup. It was fun. Hey, man, for, uh, for a year that's been so crazy, you know, at least we had, you know, we had a good run there. So that was, uh, that was exciting. Shout out to the Stars. Awesome job, man. All right, Mike, let's go ahead and uh, touch the uh, NBA page. Lakers versus Heat. I can tell you I've probably watched three minutes of this series because I just, I hate the Heat. I hate the Lakers. I can't stand LeBron. So I'm not even watching at all. I know that makes me a bad NBA fan, but who cares? I just can't. I can't do it, man. I can't watch. I can't watch these two teams. I hate them so much. Yeah, I don't even know. I haven't watched one second of it. I don't even. What is it? What is it? Is it? Who's winning? It's 2-0. It's 2-0 Lakers, oh, but yeah. everybody on the Heat apparently is hurt. So Jimmy Butler rolled an ankle. Uh, Goran Dragic hurt himself in the first game. Bam Adebayo hurt himself oh, in the first on. game, so he, he didn't even play the second game. It's kind of like another easy ride for the Lakers, yeah. man. That's the story of LeBron's career. Yeah. That's why people consider him the greatest of all time. I say they're crazy because he's got a, oh, oh, I can't beat the Celtics. Let me go to Miami and team up with Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, and, you know, Ray Allen. Oh, we only got two championships. We promised seven, but we only got two. Let me go back to, you know, let me go back to Cleveland and be a hero. And but I need the best players. You got to give me Kevin Love and you got and, and Kyrie Irving's on there. Yeah. So they go to the finals a couple times. They only win one. All right. Well, let me bail out of there. Let me go to L.A. And then goes to L.A. his first year. Gets his brains beat him. They don't even make the playoffs. So, oh, what do I need? 
the best big man in the entire NBA. I need him on my team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's easy to be the greatest player when you always have the greatest players on your team. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why I don't think he's the greatest. That's why I think LeBron is overrated. Plus, he's too thirsty for me. That guy just wants attention constantly. He's always posting videos of his workouts. That guy just drives me crazy, man. <laughs> don't, don't even get me started on LeBron. I don't think he's the greatest player either. I don't think that at all. I, don't, I can't stand him either. I think he's in the top five. I mean, the guy the guy is talented. I mean, he's huge. He's oh, yeah. so big. He's top five. Yeah, he's top five, but, but not the greatest. Yeah, when you have the so best So whenever you talk team, about, you know, the best players of all time, right? If you have LeBron and you have Jordan and then you have Kareem, you have Wilt, the difference between LeBron and those other guys is LeBron's not a, he's not a scorer. I mean, he can, he's awesome at scoring, but he doesn't want to, he, his first instinct is to pass, right? So I think that's why he always needs great players around him because when it comes to nut cutting time, he doesn't want to take the big shot. He wants to, you know, defer and Jordan didn't want to. So Jordan has a signature move, the fadeaway jumper. Kareem had a signature move, you know, the sky hook. You know, even Kawhi. Kawhi is kind of Jordan 2.0. If you need a bucket, you just throw it to him, and he's going to shoot over the top, and there's really nobody can stop it. What's LeBron's go-to move? Yeah, I don't know. Drive straight. He doesn't have one. Yeah, he doesn't have one. He doesn't have one. I mean, overpower you, maybe, but, you know, that's just the weak-ass NBA these days, too, because I I would love to have seen LeBron in the 90s, you know, playing against the Pistons and the Bulls and all those teams, you know, because now the guy can just truck you and then it's a foul on the other guy. So is he great? Yeah, but he plays also in the softest NBA ever. And then he still complains like crazy. Every time somebody touches him, he acts like he's been shot. So that's why I don't, that's why I can't stand him. Yeah. And and one thing I don't like is Luca is a big fan of LeBron's. Like that's his you know, and hey, he plays like LeBron. The only, and he also the only thing I don't like is he does what you just said. He get I think he saw LeBron doing that, and he's always like, "Oh my God, I got fouled." That's the only thing I don't like about Luca in his game. Me too. But what one thing that I can say about Luca is that he doesn't flop. Like a lot of people flop, even LeBron flops. Kawhi, I don't know where Ka- Kawhi didn't used to be like that, but when we played him against the first round, he was flopping all over the place. What I do like about Luca is his game is pure. He doesn't flop. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, but he, if you get, if he gets contact and he tries to, you know, fight right through it, he doesn't fake it. So, you know, but everybody in the NBA flops right now. We talked about it before, yeah. and and that's one thing about the. I don't know how they change it, but they need to do something about it because it's, it's it's making the game hard to watch. Man, it's a. I'm not even gonna watch it. If all those players on the Heat are hurt, I'm not even gonna watch the game. I don't really care who wins. To give it to the Lakers, four yeah. zero. I, I don't care. I don't. Morning. I don't care either. I'm ready for it to else. be over. Go ahead and uh, talk to me a little bit about what you thought on the Cowboys versus the uh, the Seattle Seahawks. How about them Cowboys? Yeah! Number one, the defense is horrible, <laughs> really bad. I mean, I mean, the worst. I think they said some stat the past two games. I think they gave up like seventy-two points, and it's the most in franchise history the past two games. Uh, their secondary, they were just lost. And what it is that I, I think it is is they have a whole new system, and they didn't get any time to practice. So. You know, Mike Nolan is a new defensive coordinator. So they don't have any time to practice. They're doing a whole new system. So they can't cover anybody. I mean, they were getting lost. There was three touchdowns where they were wide open. So, but our offense, I mean, they're still, we had turnovers and we still were only lost by seven. And we put up what Dak put up like 473 yards. So was the late, the, the slow starts, what we yeah. talked about before. 
by the time the second half comes around, you know, you just wasted a whole first half. You know, you could have had, you know, better possessions, scores, defensive stops. So we're making adjustments, but just so late. I don't understand why we get off to these slow start. Again, another slow start. You know, and Dak had a great game. I know he threw that interception at the end, but what the hell? There was only 10 seconds, yeah. man. He was taking a he was taking a shot, so I don't really blame him uh, that much because he's the one that brought you back. He's got more passing yards than anybody in the NFL right now. Yeah. And people are like, well, because they're losing the whole time. Yeah, but they're not getting blown out. It's close games. Mm. You know, those are yards that matter, you know, and he's making plays when they matter. So he's playing great. I don't blame anything on on Dak. I think Dak is, is solid. But the defense, like you said, man, we got to figure out how to cover somebody. People <laughs> running, their best receiver running wide, wide open. open down the field. I'm like, what the hell is that? I think that guy had like three touchdowns where he's wide open. Like no one was even 10 feet from him. So, oh, you're talking about their big receiver when, uh, but you know, that was a great play no, by, our, about that. by our rookie about... Diggs, you know, punching that ball away. When are N- NFL wide receivers going to learn not to do that? Because that's been happening I year after year. I swear it happens once or twice a season with some dummy slows down and, and gets the ball poked away. Yeah, I don't know. What, what in his defense, they were like 10 yards, 20 yards every other time. I was talking about the other guy, I think Lockett is that his name? Oh yeah, he Lockett's, was wide Lockett's open, solid, like man. three. He's solid, but he was wide open, like three, three touchdowns. Not no one even near him. So I think that guy was like, man, his secondary is. I'm thirty yards ahead of him. So, but hey, give it up to uh, who is that guy? Diggs. He's a, he's a, Diggs. he's a, he's a hard player. He's gonna be good. He plays hard. Yeah, he's gonna be. He's he a rookie, tough, man. Yeah. He's he's playing better than anybody yeah. in the secondary. I mean, does he get beat sometimes? Yeah. yeah, but everybody gets beat. That's just the that's the NFL. It's a passing league. Nobody's gonna be perfect there's no shut down corners anymore not like the old days no and uh but uh, you know like i said you got to look at it this way too they played seattle best quarterback right now i mean behind that yep they played matt ryan atlanta atlanta's not a good team but their quarterback is awesome uh and they also played the los angeles rams you can say what you want about uh golf but he took him to the playoffs and he's playing really well right now so they played really three solid teams so they're playing, I think, like the Bears. Oh, not the Bears. They're playing the Browns. I think, I don't know who they're playing. They're playing like three. Look it up. See if you can look it up. That's why we need a producer. Someone that can just jump on and look it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, since you mentioned it, we are going to actually interview Dirtbag. So you guys have heard the Dirtbag Chronicles, and you've heard us making mention of our friend Corey, a.k.a. Dirtbag. So today is the day that we're actually going to interview that fool. So coming up next, we're going to have live uh, interview with uh, Dirtbag for producer, I don't know, whatever kind of uh, uh, role that we could find for him on the show, but we're just going to say he's interviewing for producer. So we'll be right back after this uh, spot, and then we'll do the interview. Hang tight. Hey, One Leg Faders, this is your boy Toronto, and today I want to talk to you about WGW Media. Have you ever been to a wedding or a party where the DJ was playing all the wrong music and no one was dancing? With WGW Media's DJ and MC services, you don't got to worry about all that. With over 15 years in the game, WGW Media can do bar mitzvahs, weddings, quinceañeras, divorce parties, or whatever event you want to celebrate. WGW Media provides a professional MC and an outstanding DJ to get the party hopping, and they guarantee to get your guests off their chairs and onto the dance floor. Do you like Top 40, reggaeton, country, 90s hip-hop, salsa, or a mix of everything? Well, WGW can make it happen. Please go to WGW gwmedia.com for a free quote or call 469-554-8606 today.
All right, now it's time for uh, Corey, a.k.a. The Dirtbag. So let's go ahead and start by uh, introducing him, Mike. So I'll go ahead and get started, and then uh, you chime in. So we have our, our boy Corey, a.k.a. Stankfoot. A.k.a. Redheaded Stepchild. A.k.a. Daddy Didn't Love Me. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> A.K.A. Chris Elliott's adopted twin. A.K.A. the Adopter Raptor. <laughs> A.K.A. Double Pink Eye. A.K.A. Road Rash. <laughs> A.K.A. No TPCP. A.K.A. Punch Drunk Lover. And A.K.A. the last one everyone knows him as Dirtbag. Give it up for Dirtbag, everyone. All right, Dirtbag. Welcome to the show, Dirtbag. All right, thanks, guys. Those were a lot of good uh, names for me. But it was the the TPCP. That's the only one I didn't follow. <laughs> that one like, means no toilet paper, Corey Patrick. You, your apartment, you never had toilet paper. Every, <laughs> do, do you buy toilet paper now or do you still wipe your ass with, with napkins from Wendy's? Well, that's a funny thing that you said. I'm actually stocked for, um, for forever on toilet paper now, so I learned my lesson. I did. <laughs> oh, good. Because when we went to the apartment, first of all, you didn't have no damn shower curtain in your in your bathroom, and you never had toilet paper. You just had a stack of Wendy's napkins right next to a dirty ass toilet. Yeah, they were yellow. Yeah, that was a uh, that was me and Beast um, standoff on who was going to clean the bathroom, and I don't think it ever got cleaned. <laughs> no, no, got Jesus cleaned. Christ! It was so nasty. <laughs> yeah, I live with you and Beast, and and I had my own bathroom, master bathroom, and they had shared a bathroom, and they just never. I'm talking, Kenny. It was like. Oh, I I'm went over there. Like I know. Months. That was yeah. a nasty thing I like ever saw in my life. <laughs> no one time I had it. to go to restroom, Mike, I'm not even lying to you. That bathroom was so dirty that I just left and I went to McDonald's. I'd rather use a McDonald's bathroom <laughs> than that dirty ass bathroom. And when people would come over, I'd play jokes. Like if people would come over, I'd go, use my bathroom. Just go to my bathroom. Like, okay. But if I want to play a joke on someone, I'd be like, hey, use this bathroom. You can't use mine. And they'd go in there and they go, what the hell is wrong with that bathroom? No shower curtain, no toilet paper, like caked on, you know, hair products and toilet paper everywhere. Golly, man, that was, that was, that was so nasty. <laughs> man, so we can get off on a tangent and we can, we can go down that road all day. But let's go ahead and uh, begin with uh, Dirtbag's uh, interview. Dirtbag, are you ready for your, for your interview? I am. Let's do it. All right, Mike. Go ahead and uh, go ahead and kick it off, Mike. All right. Question number one. So first, tell me about yourself and how you became adopted. How I became adopted. Well, that's an interesting story. Uh, I was adopted at three days old. You know, uh, my birth. That's not that interesting. Yeah, my my birth mother uh, was too young, so she just put me up for adoption, and I was fortunate to find a good family. And ever since then, I've been wondering. And when I met uh, Kenny in 2001, when he found out, it's just been like the, the running joke, like the adopter raptor and everything. So <laughs> that's uh, and, I, and I finally found my, my half brothers and my sister a couple years ago. And I thought it would kind of draw back a little bit. But it, if anything, it's gotten worse, you know, because <laughs> uh, that just being adopted has just been the running joke. So. So, yeah, that's that's the adoptive story. Uh, right that's a terrible response to a great question. I'm going to go ahead and rank that question out of out of a scale of one to ten. I'm going to say a two. Mike, what do you rank that question? I feel bad because it's adopted, so I'm going to give him like a two and a half, three. I'll two give him a point, three. Two point well, I mean, five. I, I mean, I can I can go again, but what what kind of dirt do you want? Because I don't know anything. I can just make stuff Next up. Next question. You know? <laughs> what computer skills do you have 
And do you wash your feet? Okay, I'll answer the <laughs> uh, the second one first. Yes, I do, uh, and that'll that'll come up uh, later as well. But yes, I learned my lesson as with the bathroom. So yes, I do wash my feet. I, I take really good care of this. All right, computer skills. All right, Mike. I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him a five because it sh- that that question should never have to be asked. But at least he does it now. So out of a scale of one to ten, I think I'm gonna give him a five on that one. How about you, Mooney? Uh, what, well, for the question, I have to give him a three because he never answered well, the beginning. You didn't he answer. Don't let me answer. Cut me off. It doesn't matter, Corey. This is an interview. Okay. The next question, Mike. The next question is. Uh, Tell me about your weaknesses, because we know you don't have any strengths. My weaknesses? <laughs> well, I have been hitting the gym a lot, and, and that's a lie. So I, I am pretty weak in that regard, if that's what you're talking about. But my uh, my strengths, um, I'm very punctual, and I'm always there. You were late to this interview. <laughs> yes, you were late to the interview. How? You, could, you said you couldn't get the link to log in. You were late to the damn interview. So that's, you're lying right off the bat. It's not lying. It's just misinformation. I've been waiting since 945. Right in front of my well, computer. It doesn't matter how long you're waiting. It doesn't matter how long you're waiting. It matters of when you're supposed to be at the interview. Well, I already know uh, what you did. You didn't even see the link. You just wanted to see what I would do. So that's a good call, Mike. No, I said the link. I'll prove it. I'll, I'll share my screen next later. Question. Next question. Okay. All right. So the next question is, do you have any professional references and what really happened at IHOP that night? <laughs> professional references? <laughs> you can uh, you can speak with my current boss and my bosses a couple years ago. I don't have any on paper, so. You don't even know their names? Yeah. I, I do know oh. their names. Yes. You can speak What's with them. What's their names? I, All right, but what's the the second part of that yeah. question is the most important part. Well, since it's on record now, I can I can actually tell you what really happened at IHOP. So I went out uh, after a night of dancing with KT and Mike, and we we're sitting there. And well, I, first of all, what you call dancing is not dancing, so you could say a night of hanging out with dancers. Okay, a night of hanging out <laughs> with dancers and being the center of attention on the dance floor somehow. That's that's how it always ended up. But anyway, we're, yeah. we're at IHOP, and everybody's tired, and the conversation's kind of stale, so I get up to go outside and smoke a cigarette. And I'm out there in my the designated area that I just chose. I was kind of in the street past the curb. And this car was peeling off. I don't know if the person was mad, but they kind of got a little squirrely and got really close to me. So all I had to do was step up on the curb. So I went to step up on the curb, but I, my foot got caught and I tripped and I fell and it would been raining and I slid across the concrete and it kind of scratched me up and I messed up my wrist a little bit. And I was like, man, how the hell did this just happen? So now I have to go in and tell everybody why my shirt's ripped and I got scratches on me. So I, I was like, I'm not going to tell this story. So I'm going to make I'm going to make up the most outlandish, crazy story to see what people's reactions are. And I just made up that kidnapping story, which is stupid. So after all these years, <laughs> the truth finally comes yes, out. Yes. yes. But, but no, 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 no. Let, let me finish. Let me finish. Okay, finish. So, finish your story. Let me, let me finish. So okay. I was like, I was going to tell the truth the next day after you tell the stories, but everybody loved the story so much and, and they were making fun of me so bad. I just like, well, I don't want to take that joy away from you. So I'd just been going on for like 15, <laughs> 17 years. So that's all I was. There was no kidnapping. You heard it here. Oh, yeah. We, we know there was no oh, kidnapping. God. We knew you were lying the whole time. We just never knew why. I, I, well, that's what it was. Out. That's how you, you, you the joke. 
All you did was slip on the ground and scratch yourself. I mean, why would you even want to make a line to say I slipped on the ground and scratched myself? But okay, cool. Well, I was drunk. I was like, this is, I just wanted something to be funny. And that's what I chose to do. Uh, so, okay. Well, then that man, that, there's a lot of stories that you made up then that I got to find <laughs> yeah. the truth to. No, no, no. <laughs> well, we, we can yeah, do that yes, if you yes. want. <laughs> Uh, All right, Mike, you got the next question. Yeah. Okay. So next question. Uh, How do you see yourself in five years after you get out of rehab? (laughs) Well, step one is admitting that you have a problem. And and I've done that. I'm just trying to find the best rehab facility around, which I think I got one. So I'll I'll be checking into that in the next uh, few months or so. But I've done my research. And once I get out of there, I see myself... uh, having a pool and a home here in Grand Prairie. I'm- Shut up. Next question. <laughs> there it is. Do you have an internet connection and why did you dance like a bird at Desperados that night? <laughs> yes, I have an internet connection and I'm hardwired into both computers so we don't have to worry about that. Ooh, hardwired. I like that. I like that hard. Hardwired. Ooh. Or ethernet. Okay. Yeah, why did I dance like a bird? Because that's that's the thing you do when you're when you're a white guy with red hair, pale skin, and in a predominantly Hispanic <laughs> dance club, you center yourself out, and you got to you got to switch it up, you know. So that's no, I don't know. Well, now you do. <laughs> I don't now know you either. do. I don't. Now you do. I don't know either. Uh, next question. Next question. Can it go? <clears throat> no, I just asked the well, last one. You asked the next one. How do we wait? How do we rate that? What do you rate that? It's scale of one to ten. A two. Yeah, I'll give it a one. Uh, okay. Sell me this pen. Or your dirty ass diesel shoes that were 12 years old. <laughs> sell you the pen for, wait, is that the question Or again? sell me a pen or 12 year old dirty ass diesel shoes you had. So you want me to sell you both? You can sell either or. Man, this is going bad, man. You, we, you, choose, you choose, which one do you want to sell? <laughs> sell us a pen or sell us the 12 year old dirty ass diesels that you wore for forever? Well, I'll, I'll go with the diesels. Uh, diesels, first of all, that they're a great shoe and they were really comfortable and they got me through a lot of years and a lot of uh, a lot of trying times and they were super comfortable even though the the tread and the and the rubber peeled off of the bottom over the years and they really had no everything traction, peeled off but they're super comfortable and all the different times that I've been in situations to where I can get in trouble I can get hurt and I never did because those shoes all me always got me through it so that <laughs> if you put those shoes on you're not going to get hurt and you're not going to get and too much trouble really so they're, they're lucky yeah, charms. but your but your fetal but your fetal smell like a like a whale's asshole and <laughs> you know, mixed with mixed with garbage well that, that's what happens when you have three pairs of socks and you don't really do laundry and you just kind of trade them out so <laughs> oh man and they went from brown to gray that's how much, that's how much they were brown yeah they, turned yeah, they went from tan to like a charcoal gray yeah, that's true <laughs> that is true Oh man, you wore those motherfuckers out. And you got the narrowest speed I've ever seen in my entire life. It looks like you have two canoes, you know, at the bottom of your legs. I don't know, the weirdest, skinniest foot. And then you've got this big ass belly right now with these with these skinny little legs and these long ass canoe feet. Man, you you're like an ancient bird that 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 uh, you know died many years ago. Your body, the weirdness of your body, and now this mustache. So you, the the listeners can't see him. But Dirtbag's got a paint-on mustache right now. What's up with your mustache style? What's going on with it? Well, it's not a full mustache. That's an interesting story, too, because I uh, I got sucker punched several years ago, and my tooth <laughs> went through my upper lip, and I have a scar. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so I have a scar 
uh, on my upper lip to where if I let it grow out, it's it's like a paper doll got cut and not pasted back together. So it's all it's not it doesn't line up. So I have to shave half of it off, you know. So you got a you got a hair lip. Pretty much, yeah. But I'm, I'm trying to, to do with what I can. So you there. weren't born with it. You just got punched with a hair lip. Yes. Next question. Hold on, hold on. How do we rate that? What do you rate that? I'll rate it first. I'll give it a One. zero. Because he didn't even sell me the shoe. He just described his dirty. No, ass he just described his yeah, it's a zero. My bad. One was too one was too good for that. It's definitely a zero. All right, next question. Next question. Go, Kenny. All right, this next question is for you, Mike. What do you what do you think about this interview so far? And would you hire this individual? Uh, the interview is going. Uh, you know what? He's doing pretty good about letting us tell him the question, but his answers are horrible. Would I hire him? I don't really. I don't know. I have to. I have to give it some more thought. I don't know. I'm gonna say no right now. Not hired. Not hireable. Um, and I would put if he were in a applicant tracking system i would put him as dnu do not use so we would never we would never hire this individual if we ever interviewed him once but having said all that i'm willing to let you i'm willing to let him become an intern what do you think about that oh an intern yeah that'd be good we can give him an intern with uh what do we what, what do we made on this podcast four dollars and 34 cents so we really he can't can, pay him so he'll okay. get paid nothing it's an unpaid yeah. internship so it doesn't matter what we've made or not made on yeah. this it's gonna be an unpaid internship okay un, i'm down unpaid internship that'd be good and he could prove himself and in like six or seven years he can maybe become part of a the podcast I actually, Maybe. I actually like that because every job I've ever had, I started at the bottom and worked to the top, and then somehow I fall off. But this, this time I won't. <laughs> I doubt that. All right, it's time for top three, bottom three. Now it's time for top three, bottom three. <laughs> In top three, bottom three this week, uh, the topic is going to be household chores. And since you're the guest, dirtbag. Um, we're going to go ahead and let you do the top three and the bottom three, and then me and Michael chime in with our uh, with our opinions. So go ahead and start with the uh, bottom three household chores. The bottom three household chores. Okay, so number three, I'll do the bottom first. The number three that I don't like to do, but it's necessary, is cleaning up. I have a, I have a large dog, is cleaning up the dog poop in the backyard. I, I, it's necessary, but I just... It's like every every other day I have to get out there because he's he's like a horse. Uh, <laughs> but you, you should you should be used to it because your room and the apartment smell like dog poop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, the no. toilet y'all shared. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, number two will be uh, the kitchen because I'm uh, I work from home and then I have uh, three kids and the wife and I try to let them go and clean that up. But I end up always having to do it because I like to have stuff in order and everything just gets placed just thrown out and not not cleaned back up or anything like that. So I'm always having to go and, and clean up after them. It's just having the, the entryway in the living area clean for, for me. Wait, um, you're married? You have you a wife? Have food oh, yeah. for your I family? Have everything. They have plenty of food. It's just they don't put it up. That's that's the problem. So what happened when you, you me, and Mike lived together? All it was in the refrigerator was bologna, some wilted lettuce, <laughs> a opened can of tea, and that, that was pretty much that's pretty much all we had at the apartment. Yeah. Well, that's all you need when you're in your early twenties and you don't really have any dependents. You know, that's why I was so skinny. Hell yeah. So <laughs> not anymore, not anymore. But you were skinny. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. But you were skinny. Ooh. All right. Yeah. And, the, and the number one bottom three household chore is cleaning uh, the the toilets and the, and the shower. Uh, I don't like to do it, but but I do it. 
And I'm always happy. <laughs> you never to like to do it. Yeah, that's true. Like <laughs> yeah. I said, I've learned. I've learned my lesson. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you got a lot of you got a lot of cleaning to do because you went like five years not cleaning a toilet. So oh, okay. more than that. Yeah, you have time to make up for. It. Well, I've got plenty of practice for sure. All right. All right. What about the uh, top three? Top three. Top three. Uh, we'll start with number three. I like doing doing the yard work, uh, the hedges and mowing the grass and edging. I enjoy that. It's it's it gives you some uh, cardio and gets you burning up a sweat. Cardio, yeah, cardio. Yeah, you're you're running around. Yeah, if you do it like no, I you do, run, it. you mow the lawn. You mow the lawn running. You're damn right, I do. I run fast. But you're so pasty and pale. Do you have to wear like an entire beekeeper's outfit when you mow so you don't get burned? Well, that's why I, that's why I get cardio because I have to run fast. Because in 20 minutes I get a sunburn if I don't have sunblock. So that's that's part of why I have to do that. But I enjoy it. That's good. I like I like the finished product. Uh, and then number two uh, would be keeping all the beds made. I know that sounds weird, but I, I like having nice, a nice clean bed, clean sheets, all the pillows arranged, however you got them. Uh, and walking into a clean room is just inviting and makes your, your sleep a lot better. I could see that because for many years you woke up in, so, in strange places, inside cars, on curbs, <laughs> at some weird people's apartment, in the back of an alley, all the weird places you woke up. So now having a bed, is, you appreciate it. You I, appreciate I do. It. You're, you're absolutely right. Uh, 100%. I appreciate it. And, and the number one, uh, and this might sound strange, but, but vacuuming. I, I enjoy vacuuming and with carpet because I like vacuuming and then you see the lines as they go through and it's just getting clean as and it's picking up that's not the only lines you like seeing <laughs> well you just crossed it but i'll but i'll take care of that <laughs> but i like seeing the lines and it's sucking up all the pet dander and all the yeah, and all the, all it up. the you like those lines that get sucked up. up yeah you do oh you like those lines that get sucked up that's, you sure do that, that's right well that's my top three bottom three right there all right all uh, right well that was that was terrible. Mike, what do you think about that top three bottom three? Uh, uh, it was all right. It was okay. It was all right. I like your, I like our chime-ins. We're good. <laughs> Those were good. <laughs> but it was pretty good. You know, what's funny is I sent it to him and I, and then he sent me a top three alto, mezzo, soprano, and then bottom three bass, baritone, and tenure. I don't know any other types of choirs. <laughs> Well, that's what you sent me. You sent you sent me top three, bottom three household choirs. Well, you're the intern, Corey. Anything I send, it doesn't matter. You you have to know well, what I, I'm I saying. Have to get it. Yes. I get it. And also, you didn't tell me. You sent me that, but then you told me body parts. So that's actually what I prepared. Everything I just said was off the top of my head. So I should get some credit for All that. All right, Corey. I'm going to give you one last question, and if you answer it correctly, you have the job. What is Mike's number one body part? His teeth. His mouth. Nope. Incorrect. Incorrect. It's the marsupial pouch. You got his teeth fixed already. Yeah, my teeth are beautiful. Marsupial pouch. Man. <laughs> I don't you messed you... up, man. That was your one chance to redeem yourself, and you messed up. Yeah, we're going to All right, to... so that's our show. Uh, thank you for Dirtbag for uh, joining us today. We'll make an announcement next week on what we decide. Uh, everybody stay faded out there. Dirtbag, Mike, stay faded. Stay faded. All right, stay faded. Oh! Shut it down! Oh!